0: at uh fucking uh yeah. ross bro what was it just at ross oh really just at ross it was the eagles one and the Cowboys and i was like what the fuck i don't even drink coffee or anything but like just have a yeah, cup yeah. in the house like fuck it
1: i was gonna say a big cup like that's good for water too i yeah, don't just... much coffee so i do the same thing i'll buy those big things just with
0: people have come to my house and they're like "Yo, you got anything to drink i'm like yeah i got a brita that gets water and that's all i do brother <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like only thing in my house is is fucking water all right, you ready? Yeah. Hey, let's let's just, let's hop right into it. I'm definitely feeling like it's football season. Welcome to In Those We Trust. I'm damn, bro. Trust Sports. Welcome to Trust Sports. We're back in the building. It's definitely football season. It's definitely sports. We're getting into the dog days of baseball. We're getting close to, uh, the season starting. Preseason has already started. Uh, I'm ready. I'm hyped. You're starting to see tabloids going off about um some 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 interesting events you're starting to see players changing teams you're starting to see it uh some things unraveling when it comes to the teams um but before we begin let's get into our trust of the week uh I I'll, I'll kick it off with with my trust of the week uh i would say my trust of the week shout out to uh groupon i Ooh. feel like groupon's a good trust of the week no matter what if you decide to either go for a date night uh, and you look into Groupon or you're just looking for something um, to eat, chill, whatever it is. You either of uh, two ways. Either you see that something propels you through Groupon. Like they like advertise something to you and you're like, oh, I might as well do this. Like it's a good opportunity. Or you go like a date night and you're like, oh, let's see if this is on Groupon. And it saves you some, some coin. Um, but being a weirdo I am right now, and I, the number one thing I hate doing is I hate cleaning bathrooms, like deep cleaning mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So actually like my brother said he went and got like a maid service to come through Groupon. So I was like, yo, let me look up if I do it like once every like month and a half, like have a like a maid come in, a house cleaner come in and deep clean. So I got on Groupon for like two and a half hours for fifty bucks to come in and and deep clean my my spot. So this weekend they're coming Saturday. So it's like fuck it, like fifty bucks. I don't even have cleaning supplies. I just moved into my crib. So I have no cleaning supplies. So I was like, that could put it off for a couple more weeks. I don't have to get cleaning stuff. So just have them come Damn. in for a deep clean because of Groupon, man. Shout out to Groupon. Good, good, good. Trust of the week, I feel like.
1: We gotta uh we gotta get Groupon to had paid paid ads now. Um that's that's <laughs> yeah. a good deal you of know, Fifty bucks for a deep clean, I feel like that's well worth it. Two hours, bro.
0: Two hours. Bro. Damn. Two hours. Well, that's well done.
1: I yeah. I, I definitely don't use Groupon. I don't know if I've ever used uh, it, but I gotta get really? on it. I, uh, yeah, I got to get on it. I, I mean, I love deals. Fuck, man. Who doesn't?
0: But Duh, yeah, if you like you just went to you just went to Pittsburgh. So like you could have like looked up like a museum. It's everything you do is on Groupon. Like it will be on Groupon, whether it be like food half price or something like that. Or like in Philly, especially in Philly, bro. Like yeah. Groupon, Like I legit just bought a Costco year membership for 60 bucks on Groupon. That's normally oh, like 90 some bucks. Yeah. So man. it's out well, there, look, bro. It's I, out there. You know it.
1: Reach out to Trust Sports. We'll, uh, we'll be the paid ads for you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, bust with the boys, say, shout out. No free shout outs, but shout out to Yeah,
1: exactly. Fans. Yeah, no free sponsors, no free shout outs. Um, that's a good one, bro. I got to check that out. I think you're going to love mine uh, because it's, okay. it's been a great week. It's been a great, great couple weeks um, for my trust. I'm trusting in the best fan base in the world, the Philadelphia sports fans. And I have a couple examples of why. So earlier in this month, the Phillies fans did something that probably nobody really saw coming. So to give a little backstory, Trey Turner, Malik, I know you're not a huge baseball guy, but you know Trey Turner, signed the $300 million deal with the Phillies. Bro, he hasn't not only been living up to Trey Turner, and to give people a background on him that don't really follow baseball, I mean, this dude's a perennial all-star, perennial MVP candidate. He wasn't only playing to not up to his level, he was playing like subpar like batting 240, 12 home runs, 14 hours, like literally like a a little below average baseball player that is getting paid $300 million over the next decade, right? So the Phillies played in Miami, extra inning game, Phillies were up by one, a Trey Turner, Olay ball error, made the Marlins tie the game. The Marlins eventually came back and won the game. So afterwards, Trey Turner said he was down in the batting cages up until like midnight. Then they interviewed him after the game. And, man, I'll have to send it to you if you didn't see it. He looked, like, crushed. Like, he looked like he was about to cry. He's like, this loss is on me. Like, I just, I'm not myself this year. I didn't it see it stuck. Like Clearly, it sucks. So, the Phillies came home a few days later. Now, again, Phillies known for that tough love, the boo yeah. birds, right, that you always hear. Oh, this is
0: all you need. This is what Liam needs to fit into but his. This, we are not assholes. Fuck we that. We are
1: not assholes. <laughs> we are we're people that know what the teams need. We know what these guys need. So this Twitter thing kind of like caught fire. I don't know who originated it. I think it was one of like the radio station hosts. that were like, yo, what if we just give him a standing ovation? Like, what if we just say to him, yo, we got your back. Like, fuck it. You, You struggled? Pick it back up. Man, it worked incredibly well. I think since then he's batting like a 400, three or four home runs. The weekend they gave him the ovations in three games, he had like six RBIs. He's been on an absolute tear. Said how much, like, how cool it was. He ended up buying billboards to thank the city all around. It just said, thank you, Philly. Billboards all over the city. Since then, Nick Castellanos, who struggled last year, came out and said, like, how much he loves playing in the city. Bryce Harper's like, Um, I wish I started my career here. Now, he panders a little bit, but still love the guy. Said, I wish I started my career here. Like, the fans just get it. It was huge for Trey Turner. Maybe he got a little monkey off of his back. But I think also just showed the team, like, yo, these fans really do ride with us. And that same weekend, the Eagles held their first open practice at the link, had over 50,000 people in attendance for a practice. Now, this is always funny to me because, you know, the rookies are blown away by it. You have guys like Brandon Graham and Jason Kelsey who have been here forever that still are blown away by it. I think last year, A.J. Brown was like, yo, that practice was better than some of the games I played when I was in Tennessee. So, like, it just goes to show it's the best fan base in the world. Barstool's going to sprinkle in fucking stupid videos of a 21-year-old getting hammered and shouting Go Birds that makes us look like idiots. But when it comes down to it, this is a knowledgeable fan base. They're the best fans in the world. Another example of it. I've been loving every minute of it. I can't believe yeah. it worked. I can't believe the Philly fans fixed Trey I, I I,
0: Of course, this fits right into your prerogative of saying that we're not assholes. Of course, you're not assholes to your own fans. I mean, to your own team, like players, can. whatever. Certainly like, can't can I mean, they're... Bad, but, that Boos does that happen all the time. it. It does look, do numbers. I'll tell you in this. I'll tell you this. Comes-
1: the Sixers are not getting met with that same love. I know we're going to talk about the Harden situation. The Sixers are not going to be met with that same love. Game six, when they blew it, they weren't getting cheers no matter what. Like they, these fans can be tough on their own when they need to be. But look, you. sometimes you just need a little a little brotherly love.
0: It definitely helps you in regards to when it comes to the sport of baseball, if you need that confidence. Like, you need to know you got buy-in because no matter what, it's on your head of, like, I just signed this crazy-ass contract. Like, they're like, fuck, I'm letting the team down. I'm letting the city down. Like, that gives you a little boost of confidence. Like, all right, bro, like, just just focus back on ball. Like, don't really worry about all the the other negativities that come with it. So, it does help when it comes to that sport of of baseball because – I don't think that necessarily works when it comes to football or basketball, I would say. I don't know I, if like – I agree. When I think about would it, you? maybe it could with like someone uh, that's like a shooter. Like it could work in their favor of like, all right, you know what? Like this guy isn't knocking down his shots. Like let's give mm-hmm. him some motivation because he's not he's not hitting on, on our areas. Come on. Like it, it could have worked for Ben Simmons. Maybe you guys learned your fucking lesson Fuck from Ben no. Simmons. Oh, no. Fuck <laughs> no.
1: You're right. But what you said that like baseball is – like what is like baseball is 90% mental or whatever the quote is. Like it is, it's a completely different sport mindset wise. It's such a long season. Like it's, it's 75% of the year, like you're playing ball. So, um, I think it was, it was read really well. I'm glad it happened. Um, yeah. you know, again, cause like, it was another thing of like, yeah, what are we going to do? Like boo this guy. We have him for 10 years. Nothing's yeah. going to happen. <laughs> like let's just back him up a little bit. Like what's yeah. the worst that can happen? He's still yeah, yeah. the bed. So it was it was definitely cool to see.
0: Yeah, I, I, I did see that. That's pretty dope. That's dope. All right, where do you want to jump into first? I, I mean, if we want to stay with Philly. We can stay with Harden.
1: Yeah, yeah. Let's go. Let's go right into that. From one Philly team that we we love right now to another that shit, man. Nobody can stand. Nobody can stand.
0: All right. Um. So, I I, I you know what? I'll let, I'll let you kick it off. So Harden, where was he at? Was it like an Adidas event or something like that?
1: I think he was in uh China promoting like his wine
0: brand. Oh shit. So it had nothing to do with ball. <laughs> no, nothing. He just, he just slammed duck on the organization for no fucking reason. <laughs> no reason at all. Okay. <laughs> I mean, so does? if you did if you did see the video, go ahead Liam. Explain kind of what happened in the video.
1: Yeah, so again I think he's over he's over in China right now promoting his wine brand and he's talking to a group of kids and I, I don't know again what the exact event what the was. Fuck? But- <laughs> but he said, he was like, yo, I I don't trust Daryl Morey, who's the Sixers president of Basketball Ops and the guy that's running everything. He's essentially the GM. I don't trust Daryl Morey. I'm never going to be a part of an organization that he's a part of. And he said, I repeat, I do not trust him. Yeah, yeah, he I, I, fucking repeated himself. Yeah. And Malik, what's interesting about this is that about a month ago, James Harden made the decision to opt into a contract with the 76ers. James Harden is under contract with the 76ers, the team that Daryl Morey is a part of. So essentially, Harden is doing what he's done the past, uh, what, three times? The three. This is the third team the past four years he's kind of pulling this shit with. He started with Houston. Remember, he got real fat, just didn't play. Forced his way to Brooklyn. Big three in Brooklyn. Kind of just gave up on the team. <laughs> There's a video where he's playing ball. It's in like a regular season game. Kind of gets tipped away from him. He runs after it and just stops. Like pulls up, stops trying. So the Sixers make a swap for a guy that stopped trying for them and Ben Simmons, and he came here and, you know, shit was pretty good. Played half a year, got knocked out in the second round. And I think what happened last year was Daryl Morey probably said to him, Yo, if you take a little bit of a pay cut, we want to bring in a couple other guys to really bolster this team because we think we can make a championship run. And in return, when your contract is up, I'm going to pay you the max. I'm guessing that that's what happened. Well, now the circle of events is that Harden opted into his contract for this year with the expectation that the Sixers and him were going to come to a long-term deal. Well, Harden disappeared in game six and seven. So now the Sixers said, we're not going to give you the max. We just can't. Okay, cool. Harden says, trade me. Only trade me to the Los Angeles Clippers. That's the only place I want to go. So the Sixers have called up the Clippers. I think there's one or two pieces that the Sixers really need to make the trade worth it for them because they're not just going to dump them off. You had that opportunity, James Harden, to, to Decline your contract option to go wherever you pleased, but you didn't. So now the Sixers are in control and said, Yeah, you know what? We want a couple of pieces. Clippers said, No, they don't want Harden that bad. And now here we are in a situation where James Harden is saying, Fuck the Sixers. Probably a handshake deal that they were going to give me the max when I took a little bit of a pay cut last year. And now this team is in shambles. And kind of like I said, bro, like, I know we're going to talk about a little bit. I know what stance you're going to take and what stance I have. This may sound like a cop-out, but the way the Phillies are going, the way the Eagles are going, like, fuck the Sixers. Like, I've just been so, like, any basketball video I see now, I, like, I don't even want to think about the sport. It's so fucking that's not
0: That's not all city buy-in, though.
1: No, I, it's most of what I'm seeing on social media is like, don't even talk, like the schedule's just released for the Sixers, so I'll have to send you the tweet, look at the comments, all of them are like, don't care, we don't care, fuck you, we don't care, we don't care, like,
0: get the fuck out of here, look, that, to me, that's the problem with Philly, is that how quick you guys could turn, because no matter what, cool. when it when it comes to if you guys make the fucking playoffs, those games are going to be fucking sold out with basic bitches who have not watched the game, basic people who can afford those tickets to go. You had the same thing when the Phillies sucked. No one cared about the Phillies. And then all of a sudden, everyone's this a thing. Philly dick and back this to the Phillies thing. game.
1: This is completely different because you had a decade ago of this same organization saying, yo, That's true. we're, we're going to lose on purpose for three years, maybe That's more, to stick with us. Yeah. And then they got some pieces. Like out of that whole process, let's say they had seven. I think it was seven or eight first round picks. They nailed one of them. I'm yeah. pretty sure all of them except for one or two aren't even in the league. Like yeah. it's not even like they weren't good enough to be yeah. on, on the <laughs> Sixers. They're not in the league anymore.
0: Yeah, yeah. And,
1: and now you you bring in like you we touched base on it. You you ran Jimmy Butler out because you wanted to pick crybaby Ben Simmons and Brett Brown over him. Yeah, you signed Tobias Harris to this max fucking contract. You finally you finally found. A player in Joel Embiid, who's hitting his stride, who's been, in, who's MVP this past year, perennial MVP candidate. He's one of, if not the most talented basketball players this franchise has ever seen. Yeah, and you are completely wasting his prime by doing this shit again. You have Ben Simmons cry his way out of Philly, and you bring in a guy who's been a loser his entire career. Again, this isn't like a new thing for him. This isn't like Philly yeah. just messed it up or fuck. He did it to Houston. He did it to Brooklyn. He'll probably do it to whatever team he goes to next. It's just what he does. But it's your own fault because if you promised him that, Max, I yeah. can't fully put the blame on him.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I say. Like, I, I definitely see Harden being a bitch, like, in the scenario. But at the same time, I look at that organization. Like, when you texted me and I was like, yeah, but there has to be something else going on because you just see two superstars that are leaving. And you're like, fuck Ben Simmons. And I was like, not fucking Ben Simmons, yeah, yeah. Jimmy <laughs> Butler, bro. And you're like, oh, shit, I forgot about him. But to me… That was again it's all in it's all in the same realm when you have leadership who makes bad picks, mm-hmm. bad trades and players just leaving who are star yeah. fucking players just, you can't just blame them. You can't blame Jimmy fully and you can't blame Harden fully. It's it's a whole circle. I think that the organization they they, they just don't know how to fucking figure it out. And it's no. sad to say, I think you wasted Embiid's career. And if, if I was Embiid, I would have, I would be so pissed off at Philly of like, yo, I gave you fucking everything. Like I was here since the beginning. Like you said, like, I think we talked about this weeks ago, like trust the process has been since we were in in high school, right?
1: Yeah. Yep. Like 20, Twenty thirteen, I think 2013, 10 years ago before.
0: Yeah. Before, before. like 10, like eight, you just wasted 10 years of Embiid of like, yeah, he gave you like, hurt. what was it? Two or three years. He was hurt. Like what? Like he, so that, that yeah. boosted him. So like. You didn't waste all those years, but it's like, fuck, how long are you going to keep fucking wasting off his time and, like, not getting together because your organization can get, to get it together? When it comes down to players, all right, like, you can say, like, all right, it's that. But when it comes down to organization not being together yeah. and having troublesome, some, you, you feel bad for the players and you feel bad. You actually yeah. feel bad for the, the town.
1: I do. I, look, I feel bad for Joe. I, yeah. I, if I'm him, I don't know how he hasn't yet. If he hasn't, maybe it just hasn't gone out. Bro, if I'm him, I'm walking in that day and being like, get rid of me. Yeah, yeah, I want to win. I, I just like you said. I gave you guys everything you had. I get it. You you tried to give me some pieces. You fucked up time and time and time and time again. I only have so much left. Trade. Yeah. Me. Yeah. And you know yeah. what? If he did that, hopefully, if, I I pray he doesn't. But if he does it, I I won't be able to blame him. I will not have any ill will towards Joel Embiid if he asks for a trade because this is a poorly run organization yeah. that has just like you said, wasted the prime. Of an elite basketball town, one For of the sure. best bigs we've ever seen. For sure, and the only thing positive coming from this is I know how badly the Sixers are run, and their owner just bought Washington, the Redskins, as we'll get into. <laughs> but now I'm like, all right, you know what? The Commanders are fucked. Good, yeah, yeah, now I, yeah. I don't got to worry about them because yeah, if it's going to be yeah. run like the Sixers, you're not going to win.
0: Damn, fuck. Well, well, we'll see what that what that goes. Uh, if you want to stay yeah. on top of them, we get we get we get, we get sit there and talk about the Redskins. So. Uh, news broke. There. I've been seeing this a couple of times, actually, a, f- a petition has been going yeah. around to bring back the name of the Redskins, the Washington Commanders, to change their name back to the mm-hmm. Washington Redskins. And isn't it signed by like the Native Americans from that area?
1: I believe it's either, I think, signed by them. But I want to say a group like that kind of started the petition in the first place.
0: Yeah, we, 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 I don't know. We're probably spreading fucking fake news, but hey, we're all we're feelings, no facts here. So, <laughs> yeah, in exactly. my eyes, in my eyes, the change comes out of like this fucking annoying ass woke culture of like why, like changing the name. I mean, when you look at, you see, you still have you still have the Blackhawks, you yep. still have certain teams there, but it's like, all right, they definitely fell into the trap of like appeasing this woke culture, and it definitely led to them changing the name. I fucking yeah. hate. I just say Washington. Like I don't even say the Commanders. Like, it's so weird to me. Yeah. It's so juvenile to call them the Commanders. So I think that I agree with, with changing it back to the Redskins because I feel bad for when I see Washington fans and they rock their gear. Like, they're still rocking their fucking gear. Like, when I look at the – I mean, what's Cleveland nowadays?
1: Uh, the baseball – they're the Guardians.
0: Like, that shit's trash, I bro. I know. Like, <laughs> I know someone who's a, a Cleveland Indians fan who was like, "Yo, like, I, I was, I still have a hat that has like the Indian on it, yeah. and that yeah. logo is mad fucking racist. It, 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 that's a tough logo yeah. because it is uh, just a red dude. Like, that's fucking tough, right? But the the Cleveland, like, I, I wonder if they just fell into the trap of like the woke culture because you still see like." um I mean, like we have so many high schools around here, like the Shawnee, Cherokee, yeah. lenape Like those are all like, Native American land that our high schools are built on that like still go by those names. And like, yeah, I remember there was a talks of like Nike trying to get in and change the names and would pay to f- change facilities and stuff like that. Um, but I am full on like, fuck it, bro. Like don't succumb to this world culture. Change it back to the Washington Redskins. And let's just go back to where you used to be. Sorry, froze. But You're good. Um,
1: I was just that, yeah. So no, I agree with you. I, I would change it back as well. So from what I've seen, like this isn't a petition that's being signed by like a thousand people. I, I think this thing is nearing a 100,000 signatures. So there clearly is a good amount of people that care about this. Um, and, and I And I've seen things, and again, everyone's going to have their different opinion. But one of the things that I thought as a white male if that matters but no honestly one of the things i thought was like can this be taken as a sign of respect is it respect or is it disrespect and what i'm seeing is a lot of people that are signing this like you mentioned that are part of those native american groups are saying it was a sign of respect to us Mm -hmm. like because again you mentioned you still got the blackhawks uh the atlanta braves kind of have like that chop yeah
0: american
1: uh, thing that they do like
0: florida the seminoles
1: I was just about to say, Florida State Seminoles. I'm sure there's there's others that we're missing too. I I don't know. I, to me, the tradition of football, like bring back the Redskins. They clearly haven't figured anything the fuck out. Their uniforms are trash. The names have been yeah. trash. Um, bring back bring back the Redskins. If that many people care, if you think that many people care enough to change it, clearly that many people care to change it back. So yeah. let's see how they respond.
0: How about this? How about Maybe it wasn't done properly, maybe like the name was just taken and used, and it wasn't like they didn't pay the respect to that tribe like maybe yeah. it's a monetary thing, like you know what we provide jobs, we provide medicine, we provide like some type of support to that community to show our like you know our, our like I don't know our allegiance that like you know as a respect that like we're we're honoring this for, for this being their land and, and this being their team and where we are. Like the logo is honoring them, the organization is honoring them. How else could we honor them? That's monetary gifts. Like provide scholarships, provide some type of NFL initiative that where you provide access to college or access to like equitable things to help boost up that whatever is going on, whatever major unequitable things are going on in their in their vicinity that we can help boost that to help and support them on uh, during that yeah. time. That's something that could definitely work and, and can, they can fucking do
1: yeah and again the ownership well what dan schneider like he couldn't even he couldn't even give sean taylor a proper like statue do you remember seeing that like that clearly was a bad yeah like, I, I wonder i wonder if these groups just didn't want to be attached to his name because remember he's been in trouble forever maybe uh, maybe true. that was That's his last point. like fuck you to the nfl like i'm gonna yeah. just change it to the washington football team and then the fucking commanders and yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, apparently he's a nut. So I guess you yeah. can't put anything past him. But it's it's going to be interesting because this thing has gotten big enough that you can't just fully ignore it. So yeah. something has to be said about it, one way or the other.
0: I know. I, I I completely agree. Um. Okay. Uh, moving on to our next topic of Michael Orr. All right. So we have the 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 news breaks of Michael Orr. Um, you were saying that you definitely have seen you, you. watched something on Barstool. I watched the when his little brother came on onto uh, Barstool as well. I oh, watched sure. that. You see that one?
1: No, I gotta see that. What he no, say? No,
0: yeah, the, yeah. The little white boy came from from the like from his doctor family. It was on Barstool with Dave and and all so that. Recently, yeah, it just dropped like yesterday or two oh, days ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch. He was on. So yeah, so so the story of Michael Orr, he's like suing or doing something to the family. Um, in regards to his rights. And I think it's really centered around the monetary gain of, like, the movies. Am I right?
1: I think so, yeah. But, like, the tricky part is it, it sounds like they almost tricked him into signing adoption papers. Like, they they tricked him to thinking that he was signing adoption papers. But in reality, yeah, he was signing the rights to the story and maybe yeah. some of it. Made.
0: Yeah, so he was saying that he was never adopted by that family. But, like I said, like, no matter what, that the movie's a fucking hit. Really, Sandra Bullock, she fucking kills the movie. I, I, I mean, I love Sandra Bullock, so it's like yeah, I love that man. fucking movie. But you definitely get into the the landscape of it's a white savior, the white savior complex of coming to to save the day for a a, a black kid that's touted to be an all star football player at some point, especially when it comes to oh, we could bring him to Ole Miss. Uh, exactly. But if you watch the barstool interview with his brother. His brother, no matter what, is like I'm removed from this situation. Like I love him. Like at the end of the day, like he, it does seem like Michael Orr is lying a little bit about some things because what so it that this comes out the day his book is coming releasing as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the a book that. coming out, right? Yeah. We always know when drama comes before the book comes out and the book sells, right? You want to get the book sales as much as you can. Um, but he's suing the family for like money, and and these conversations have always come up again. And his little brother doesn't fucking, like, run his name. His little brother's like, dude, I love this guy. Like, yeah, I could be mad at him. But no matter what, I'm always going to love him. Like, I see him when I see him. Like, he was the reason I went to school. Like, he went to college in Baltimore so he could be around his brother when he was with the Ravens. Like, oh, wow. he's loved him. Like, He's like, yeah, he's my brother, man. Like, but the fact that he says that like, he never seen us, he's like, it's bullshit. Like, I he's like, I have pictures from, like, years and years and years of him being on our Christmas cards. Like. That's a lie he's like in the, he's like it's funny that in the group chat, like when he was saying like I will drop all my allegations if I get this number, so it's like he is doing a money grab like it looks like he's doing a money grab, so no, who knows, but we all know that like how this can end up how how does this look to the public for that family?
1: yeah, because well, here's the thing too, what's weird about it, and what I was saying was, um, if you watch the movie like I don't really get it's about Michael Orr as much as I get it's about that family bringing in Michael Orr and, and teaching, essentially teaching him how to fucking play football. Like there's a scene where Sandra Bullock walks on the football field and it's like, this is how you block. Pretend yeah. It's up. Like just, dude was a rock star athlete. When they picked him up, like he was a highly touted offensive lineman. Uh, that just so happened, went to go to Ole Miss. Yeah. But it's weird yeah. to me because, like, I don't know, will Michael Orr really sign off on a movie that, made him look like an an idiot who's never seen a football before then all of a yeah. sudden just turned into this tremendous athlete.
0: Doesn't and know how to read.
1: Grab, yeah, it does yeah, exactly. And then with the money grab thing, like to play devil's advocate, what if he was just texting the family, yo, I don't want any of this to get out. Here's my here's the number. Pay it, it's done. Like I understand yeah. like you guys fucked me over. You pay me the number, none of this has to get out and we're good. We're straight. Yeah, down. yeah, yeah. Like maybe it's that
0: because they never expected the movie to be as big as it is. Like, it's a fucking big movie. Like, The Blind uh, yeah. Side isn't just some, like, throwaway, like, football movie. Like, it's huge. It's one of the biggest, you know, sports movies there is. It is. It is. And you're, you're 100% correct. When you look back at that movie, like, you see his stuff about his family a little bit, but, it, again, it does make it worse that it's all about the white savior. It's all about it's them long coming long and seeing him on the side of the road and giving him food, giving him a bed, and what could they do for him. Like, it was a lot of what they did for him rather than, like, what is his story how did he end up in this position like let me hear about exactly. him and like no matter what it's crazy that when 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 the when the Ravens won the Super Bowl I was like holy shit Michael Ward just won a Super Bowl ring like he has a movie about his life like that's yeah. fucking huge man like that needs to be a movie just about him like where he came from being homeless where, where he's at and now he's fucking a Super Bowl champion for the Ravens like being on that team he was on a fucking Ravens team with one of the best fucking defenses of all time yeah. so fucking like that's that was huge man that was a huge team man yeah, I th- I think it's just a shitty situation of like who's telling the truth here. Did he really get yeah. done dirty, and and what? It's- and it's just going to take time for the courts to to run its way through.
1: Yeah, it is, and, and we'll see. But like you said, it- look, information gets out when people want it to get out. The fact it happened as he's releasing his book. Yeah, you're right. That's a little fishy. It's a little yeah,
0: fishy. Something, something not adding up on both parts. Let's just say that like it's not yeah. adding up on both parts. Yeah. And is this a money grab for him? Like it is his story. It is one of the most popular movies. He deserves that money. So at the end of the day, pay the man his money. Maybe you're right. He didn't want to get out there, but the family is being fucking hard-headed and like, nah, we did this for you. Let's keep it out. It would hurt our name.
1: Yeah. Yeah. More is going to come out about it, but it's interesting.
0: Okay. All right. All right. I'm going to buy the router and do a test on my own next time. Yeah. Okay. Next topic. The one we care most about is Johnny fucking football. Johnny Menzel. One of the biggest athletes and when we, we, you know, what's crazy. We, when we talked about college football athletes and like who are like the biggest stars, we didn't mention, I don't think we mentioned him.
1: Yeah. I don't know if we did. Like I team,
0: yeah. I don't think we mentioned him. We're bugging. Um, but his documentary has been up there. One of the top, Shows or movies right now on Netflix definitely need to be longer than an hour straight off the rip. But oh, yeah. I wish it was longer. I wish it was like a four part, three part type of series because I would have loved to hear a lot of the more deeper stories of like first year before we, before he got into college, getting into college that first year, second year in college, that one year in the NFL, what happened in his NFL career, exactly. and then now.
1: Exactly. Yeah. The NFL they definitely like breezed over pretty quickly. I, yeah. Hey, maybe that was the his call thing. Maybe he was like, "Yo, I was in a dark spot. Like, we can't we can't put this much up."
0: Yeah. So from the beginning, and I took I took notes. I don't know if you took notes during while yeah. you were watching it. But yeah. I took notes. Um, But from the start, you really got Fuck. to see uh, what a college player goes through. um, And. Uh, it's not going to happen. Fuck, man. All
1: right. We're back. Yo. Can, so you said you can you like you can hear me and see me the whole time, though.
0: Yeah, but like it breaks in and out. Like, the last one was long. It was long-winded.
1: <laughs> now, when this happens, like, does Riverside record?
0: Yeah. So it's like, to me,
1: it's never, it's, it's never, like, laggy for myself, and I'm sure it's the same for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So do you, this is going to be, like, again, if you want to do it, do you want to, like, call me? And I'll put, like, an earbud in to attach the phone so that if you glitch out, I can still hear what you're saying and, like, go off of it?
0: <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> let's see, let's see.
1: Do you have earbuds?
0: Damn, I left them. I think, no, I left it at work. But I'll be able to hear you on the phone talking. You'll,
1: yeah. Oh, okay. All right. I just don't want my talking to get picked up on your.
0: No, it won't. Like, I'll keep oh. it here to so where I can at least like, hear it like, low, feel like you're talking, and just let it go.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Okay. All right. Fuck, where was I at? <laughs> uh,
1: um, wait, I can still hear me a little bit.
0: You'll hear when me in the, you, I can in the me. mic you hear? it? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'll keep it far away. You won't. You, it won't pick it up as background noise because it removes background noise regardless. Oh, okay. If anything, mute yourself. Mute like, myself? Like, no, it's yeah, from m- your phone. You know, like I mean? you hear, you hear right now when I'm talking.
1: I hear I hear you and hear, but I hear me coming from you.
0: Yeah, I'm saying mute yourself on on the phone, and then when you go to talk, unmute yourself each time. Uh, you just have to remember to do that. Wait, like when Can you me? start to talk, with, unmute yourself on the phone. Okay, you get me. Like so, like no matter what, when when I'm, when it's talking back and. F- no, no, I got you. You, if you, want, it won't, it won't pick it up. You'll be okay. Okay, like, I'll make, I'll make sure it's low, and like I'll just be, be hearing it. Okay, got you. It's almost like that dayport. No, look, it's fucking recording now. No fucking problem.
1: I know, I <laughs> like, know. We're recording now. Time, Fuck
0: man. it. Just go, just go, just yeah, go, just yeah. go. And I'll, and I'll hear, I'll hear, I'll hear. So if it lags and I hear you talking, I'll just, I'll just stop. So you should be able to okay. hear me good. Okay. All right. Um. Damn, get a fire. Shit. Uh. Okay. So like I was saying. Um, looking at my notes from, from the first time, from the start, I feel like you get to see really what it is that a college player goes through. Mm-hmm. A star college player. Like we get to see Johnny Menzel go from not really being anyone to bang, right out the gate, having to deal with mayhem. Like crazy, crazy mayhem. Can't even go to class. No. they said, And I love the honesty from the coaching staff to be like <laughs> – Soon as the coaches were like, <laughs> he said, I forget the coach's name. I remember him too from the NFL too. Yeah,
1: the uh, Cliff Kingsbury.
0: Yeah, Cliff. Cliff was like, yeah. I mean, it got to the point where we couldn't even have him like go to class anymore. And we had to have him take all online classes, and he's like, you know, that's not good for fucking Johnny Menzel. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I fucking love yeah. it, bro. <laughs> I yeah, love exactly. it so much. Uh, you know he wasn't showing up to those things. Yeah, fuck no. You probably had someone fucking doing it. Uh, yeah. But this is to show you, like. No matter what Johnny Manziel was doing for the beginning, like, no matter what, there was no way in shape or form that he was going to have success as his slogan going into it was win or lose, we booze. And I yeah. was like, holy fuck. This is a guy's guy. Like, there's, there's this is the reason Dave Portnoy and him were hanging out together. Like, he was perfect oh, yeah. for bar store sports. He was perfect for college football. He was he did it all. Um, But it was f- like, he, even uh, Cliff Kingsbury was like, yo, man, like, it was fun to just sit back and watch this little white kid run around. And then he was like, but we didn't play Bama yet. Let's get into Bama. I know. Like, I know. like we're going to sit here and talk about him going into this Bama game. Just hear Cliff just say, it's been fun watching this little white kid run around, play against these little small schools. Yeah, now yes. it's time for Bama. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and, and that was kind of, that was my point, too, was that Bama game completely, completely shifted him. Because you're right, like, he came in with that attitude, like, win or lose, we booze. But that game, I think he even said, after every game, I would go and I'd try to find my parents. I couldn't find my fucking parents after this game. Like, I was getting just destroyed
0: by yeah. these fans yeah, that were trying yeah, to yeah. come up
1: to me. And it, it makes you wonder, like, what if they yeah. what if they got blown out 50 to nothing? Like, where's yeah. Johnny football?
0: Yeah, he stepped up. And it even gets you to the point of, like, when I was thinking, like, okay, this is – he is the, I think, the pinnacle of why we have nil. Like he's the reason why. Like exactly. he was like such against nil. Imagine what the fuck he would have made if he did nil. Can you imagine? Like there's no way now that they would ever let a college athlete get to that point again. I don't think so. But the hysteria that was around Johnny Manziel, like if he had nil deal, like holy fuck, he would have made more. Like than he, I think he would have ever made yeah. in, in fuck the NFL more yeah. in those two years.
1: Bro, it was crazy. He's saying I'm walking around seeing everyone wearing that maroon. Number two. A number two. And I'm not making a dime off of it.
0: Not making okay. not making a single dime off it. And that's what got me into the next thing. Can can how much do you think that he propelled Texas AM above? I don't think I've ever seen like, like growing you I was a kid, but like growing up, I never seen Texas A M on TV. Like I never not gave a out. fuck to watch Texas AM. There was a point. With how much did he bring in? They said he brought in thirty million dollars of free (laughs) advertisement to the school. Thirty fucking! He at that stadium like that stadium should be called fucking Johnny Menzel. It should be. The fact that he was like, yeah, they were like, we can't hold this anymore. We need to make a new stadium because of fucking Johnny. Like I know the house that Johnny built. Like like no no like people say like you know like they're these also like I built this shit. No 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 Johnny fucking Menzel literally built that fucking stadium. And he had to deal with, like, the 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 coming. We're going to talk about this, too, with, like, he was getting paid to the autographs. Now, I knew that story of him flying to do the autographs in Miami and coming back up. Yeah. But can yep. we just say this? His family are full of thugs. Like, they are savages in his family. Like, you want to talk <laughs> about ride or die family? He has ride or die family members.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, that was crazy. And, and look, that was also a first year in the SEC. Yes. So they, they literally were put on the map by Johnny Manziel. Yeah, it was make mm-hmm. or break.
0: Yeah. I mean, I would have been scared. If I was Sex and I would have been like, holy fuck, like, is this a good move for us? Because no matter what, you're now you're, it's big league now. Yeah. Now it's the big leagues. Because now you're going into, you're going to play Bama. You're mm-hmm. going to play these LSUs. You're going, you're, you're, you're telling yourself, we have to live up to this hype now. And there was really no hype around them yet. No. There wasn't that, that uh, hype. Johnny Manziel brought that hype.
1: Yeah. He did. He he brought all of it. I mean, you just spent. You're facing. You're facing the best teams at the most hostile environments. <laughs> you're you're coming from what the Big Twelve, where you weren't yeah. even that successful in the Big Twelve. No, that's like, it's what not they like said. you were dominating. Yeah, you were you were middle of the road.
0: Yeah, and, and I, I, I just
1: think like like through all all the uh, the signing and the money that he made, both the NCAA and Texas A&M realized like fuck, we need this kid. That's why his, uh, you know, through through everything that happened, and uh, his uncle Nate, as he called him, kind of taking the fall. It, it, the NCAA could have figured out a way to to link all of that to him and suspend him for however long they wanted to. Yeah, to give him the first half as a suspension against Rice. Oh. That's a, that's a slap on the wrist as you're going to get because they knew our sport needs this dude needs on the him. field.
0: Yeah, like we need him to go make that money and like. Yes. If if you want to get into that money, he was making thirty thousand dollars just signing autographs. So that shows you that it,
1: that's it, nothing <laughs> compared to what he would have been making NIL.
0: Yes. So imagine, imagine what he would have been imagine what that guy was making off of him. If he's giving him 30 G's, he has to <laughs> be making plus plus 150 oh, yeah. off, the, off the signing autographs, right? And he started to notice that he's like, I'm fucking sitting here for the boosters, I'm I'm raising money for the fucking college. I'm sitting here for hours signing shit. Fuck you! I'm gonna go sign shit. But the funniest shit in the world was like, was it was his family? Like he's like uncle uh, or grandpa. I think it was his grandfather. Was like, yo, I need to send you. Can I send you money to write a check for me to like yeah. do this? And they <laughs> made this whole elaborate and it's crazy. I don't remember ever hearing this. Like this whole elaborate thing that like, you know how we beat these allegations? Let's just say that we're rich white folks that have oil money. Let's just fucking yeah. say that. <laughs> like that shit doesn't fucking happen. Like there's that shit. Like not not, I think the race card definitely comes into play a lot of different areas on this in this whole thing. That shit never fucking would happen if it comes to a like a Reggie Bush. Like, and yeah, like I want to talk not. about that. Like, have you seen the c- comparison with like Reggie Bush mm-hmm. and Johnny Menzel we going around lately. Yeah, like that comes strictly down to race. I mean, Reggie Bush played for one of the best college football teams they ever say in number, and in, in like, and when they yeah. say about who was the best college football team, they named that USC team all the fucking time. Right. So with with that, it's like you can't say anything besides it plays in the race like, oh, okay, let's not look into this. It's a white boy that has money. What the fuck? (laughs) It's it's
1: especially in Texas. Oh, yeah. Fuck. You're not going to blink an eye.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I could.
1: I I just couldn't
0: believe that he was able to finesse all that money. And then the the whole car says, you know what? We'll suspend you for half a game.
1: Half, half of a fucking game. You could have suspended him that whole game. It's Rice.
0: <laughs> and what, what sucks is that Rice was like almost about to win that game until Johnny
1: came in. I know. I know.
0: They were so was, close.
1: That family, you're right. The family was so ride or die. And, and what was even crazier to me was after A&M, right, with all those combine stories, his agent literally calling his dad and being like, yo, Johnny fucked up you're going to need to put yourself in the hospital so you have heart problems so we can fly him out of here. Yeah. And the dad's like, yeah, fuck it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, it yeah. The, the, the fact that the, I asked my dad, I asked my dad this. I was like, yo dad, I thought my dad would say, fuck no. I'm like, yo dad, let's just say I do the Giants out there. Like the night before the, the, the week of like the NFL um, combine, I go out, I fucking smoke weed. I just couldn't, for some reason I just couldn't handle it. I fuck up. I know the draft. They're going to drug test me on a third day. Would you take the fall and say, yo, I'm having a heart attack. I'm in the hospital. Like sometimes I feel more. I need I need you to come home. And would you play into it for me? My dad's like, fuck, yeah. Fuck the NFL. Fuck them. Like, go get the fucking bread. Like, get the money you're deserved and earn. Like, no matter what, my dad was like, he deserves that money. He should have got it in fucking college. But go get that fucking money. And I'm like, you're right. Like fuck the league. I'm gonna get my fucking money. Because when we look around the league, how many players have they fucked over when it comes to drug tests? You see Larry Tunsil, who his I think it was like a hit piece, like his dad or somebody put that out of like the week before the 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 day of the draft, and like he doesn't get drafted. But now he's getting his money. But he had to go through all that Mm -hmm. bullshit to get to where he's at now. But the thing that hurt me the most from this documentary was he thought that he was untouchable, and that's what I think fucking pissed me off the most it's like he knew that he can kept he can keep fucking up and his family enabled him for so long until they said you know what fuck you you gotta go figure this shit out on your own and which he did and he went and blew through all his money and it's just like why bro like i don't understand like i know it's a it's definitely a mental health issue that he definitely was dealing with but why man like why couldn't you fucking figure it out why did you have to keep doing this to your family like it and why do you think you were so untouchable that I understand that you're being enabled by, like, if you fuck up, your agent gets get you out of it. If you fuck up, no matter exactly. what, the the cosplay Bud says, here's a slap on the wrist for a year. I mean, uh, a one game suspension. Fuck you. I'm out of here. Like, why couldn't you figure it out, man?
1: Yeah. And, again, it's, it's exactly what you said. It's the enablement because yeah. how it kind of opened was talking about his high school, right? Like, that military mindset, everyone fall in line, do your job, and let's go. And, I mean, he even brought it up, like, when all this shit was happening— he was like, fuck you, I'm like, I don't need to, I'm in college and the NFL, but he's yeah. like, I'm not coming to practice, or I'm coming to practice hungover, like Cliff Kingsbury's talking about, like, dude, he's sweating out all the fucking alcohol, the, the day of the game, like, practicing mm-hmm. this game, and Johnny was like, fuck you, I'm the best player in the country, no coach, yeah. no, no, the NCAA, nobody held him accountable, nothing, Yeah. and then you go to the combine, and just like you said, man, I got fucking ripped, I need to be good for three days. Yeah, Three days, and I can't even do that. But hey, I fucked up. My dad's going to have a fake heart attack, worst case, so then I can get out of it. <laughs> yes. And then yeah, when he's going to the Browns, it's just like at that point, man, it's tough not to have that attitude. I yeah. mean, I got through signing all the autographs. I got through partying whenever I wanted to and still dominating college football and still being the best player in the country. I got through the combine with every single GM and every single owner. Didn't matter. I'm still getting drafted. I still got drafted first yeah. round. Now go to the Cleveland Browns who were one of the worst run organizations for how long? Yeah. Fuck, man.
0: I mean, he, I mean, think about the stories we didn't hear. Because we heard the stories of like in college, his fucking four-string quarterback, uh, backup quarterback was taking the drug <laughs> test for him. You hear the story of him like that the player was like, I mean, the coach had to fucking call his agent and be like, yo, he needs to watch film. And his coach like, all right, he's watched probably, I mean, his agent's like a little bit of film. He's like, Zero. I watch fucking zero. Do you know how fucking hard it is to be an NFL quarterback and watch zero? I can tell you right now, it's fucking hard to be a a safety on the fucking defensive side of the ball and not watch film. Now you're the starting QB in the NFL and you tell me you watch zero fucking hours of film? Are you fucking nuts, bro? Like, you fucking idiot, bro. Like, man, maybe he's so delusional that he was like, my talents will get me out of everything because exactly. I, I didn't do it in college. Yeah, bro, that's college ball, bro. That's college ball. You... No matter what, your athleticism can get you somewhat far in college ball. Not mm-hmm. the fucking big leagues, man. It's not yeah. happening here.
1: And but, that's what, like, it, it's almost, the to me, through all of this, is the the two big what-ifs that would have changed yeah. him. Again, one we kind of talked about it, I really think that Bama game, like, flipped the switch for him. Yeah. Uh, and number two, what if Johnny Manziel was playing today? Like, what if there was NIL? And he yeah. didn't need to feel the need to go and be, like, this rebellious figure that he was. Yeah. Not only signing true. autographs for money, but I feel like, the rest of it, the rest of his attitude turned into like, fuck a fuck the NCAA. Exactly. I'm here for what I need to be. I'm making yeah. my bread. I'm going to party my ass off. And I'm in the NFL. Like, I'm in the league. Yeah, the NFL I just felt it, like
0: it all was self-destruction. Like, it just all it was. was like, I can't, I don't think I can handle the fire. Like, I can't handle the heat, so I'm going to get out of the kitchen. Like, I don't think he could handle it. And it was just self-destruction. And I think there's two documentaries that if you're a star athlete that I say you should go watch, it's broke on netflix it's broke Mm. on espn like the 30 for 30 of like how nfl players all go broke in this fucking documentary of how you can self-destruct yourself financially and your athleticism and being able to produce on the field this is how everything can go fucking wrong with you like just watch these two documentaries and you'll be you should figure it the fuck out
1: yeah but it was also crazy like i think if you think about his mentality in high school it seemed like okay what he started as a sophomore Clearly was elite enough to play at the D1 level and beyond. Wanted to play at Texas, right? So there's his motivation. I need to be good enough to play at Texas. He wasn't, ends up at A&M, fine. Then he goes to A&M and he's having this success and they're partying their ass off. I mean, they they both literally said what we just touched on, like win or lose, we booze. like, we're going to fucking party our asses off if we win fifty to nothing or lose fifty to nothing. Like he yeah. clearly did not have a drive to really make it to the NFL. Or if he wanted to make it in the NFL, it was for the money. And, yeah. and it's clear as day. Like, he he didn't love the game of football. Like, this was just, mm-hmm. like, it's what he was fucking insanely good at.
0: Yeah, you're 100% right. Uh, I just think that ho- hopefully uh, – I like that he's in a better position now in life, that he's just, yeah. like, you know what? Like, it's similar to, like, the Mike Tyson shit. Like, I've heard Mike Tyson describe it as, like, when he went to jail and he was broke and didn't have money. And he was like, they're like, you're, how how are you doing, Mike? He's like, I'm happy, man. I'll praise the Allah. Like, I'm so happy right now. And mm-hmm. you're like, why? He's like, because nobody can want anything from me. Like, I don't have anything to give. He was like, people would literally fight Mike Tyson. Like, they would fight to take Mike Tyson's clothes to the dry cleaners because he would leave money, so much money in his pockets. Like, that's the type of people he had around him. Like, but imagine what he, Johnny Mandel was dealing with. Like, he still was a college student. And he was a frat boy. Like, imagine with, like, he can't do anything. Like. No. Yeah, it's, sometimes it's good. Like, we all want to experience that once. But imagine every fucking day. You can't go to class. Like, you can't. You go to a party. The party's shut down because you're it, they hear Johnny Menzel's at this frat party. Like, you yeah. really can enjoy it. And, like, it fucking drives you crazy. So now he's like, Yo, the people that are around me are the people that I love the most because they don't want anything from me. Yeah. And that's
1: it. And I, there's no, like, there's also no way. You're talking an 18, 19-year-old kid, right, at this point. Yeah. Um, yeah, every single any girl on that campus he could have had. There's no shot he paid for yeah. any food, any alcohol, nothing. Yeah, he did not pay for. it. Uh-huh. somebody and in- someone around College Station said, "There's Johnny Manziel, dude, on the house, <laughs> eat and drink on the house. Come to our parties, like drink on us." So, it, bro, just crazy. Like I can't imagine having that mindset at eighteen, nineteen years old. Like it
0: definitely yeah. fucks you up. Yeah, no, I don't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want that. I'm good. Like I would yeah. want to be like that star Can you you go receiver to class? that. You know, you see, like, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to be that touted, fucking humongous of a star. Like, I mean, he was one of the biggest stars in the in the world, bro. Like, it was like Messi, LeBron, fucking yeah. Johnny Menzel. like, like Ronaldo, like he was on. Like, can you imagine you're in fucking college, bro. Like, a he was on that level. Kid. The one thing that was crazy to me, I never knew, was the reason he did the money like symbol. Like, that's the fact that he was doing that shit as like a really like a fuck you to the fucking league and like to ncaa to god to be like i still got money like fuck you motherfuckers is like it's crazy like what a savage to do that shit to people to celebrate every time you score like fuck you i still got money i'm doing my money sign (laughs)
1: exactly exactly it was crazy it was a really good doc i can't wait now for the next ones
0: yeah 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 i definitely i definitely can't wait to i I wish it was longer but hey it was a good thing to have in the summer i would say definitely um hey brother do you have anything anything any last words you have towards this week in sports one thing i have to say lastly is it's gonna be fucking weird to see zeke with the patriots i bet you zeke has the best he has a rookie season career now with the fucking patriots he's gonna rush for fucking three thousand yards or some crazy (laughs) shit and it's just gonna be like no matter what it's i wish that he could have produced more with the cowboys but i think he had too much freedom with us that the Patriot Way may fix him and yeah, get him yeah. back on his shit. And let's be honest, he didn't really play last year. I mean, he he fucking was in and out, but Pollard took all the carries. So yeah. he's fresh. So he's I, good, no he's matter what, I would never touchdowns. get rid of my Huh? He's gonna score a lot
1: of touchdowns. <laughs> yeah. He's gonna be I mean, like I I think even if he's not their leading rusher, like Belichick's gonna want him into the goal line to
0: punch it yeah, in. Yeah, for sure. And no matter what, that's my guy. He's one of the first players. He's a reason why I I yeah. made the distinction of I love Ohio State, I love, like, I mean, literally, walking onto the football field, I got yelled at by rest for having my fucking shirt open and having my stomach <laughs> hang out on the football field. Like, literally, like, I went to coin toss, and the ref was like, are you going to do that all game? I'm like, fuck yeah, man. I had my stomach out at the coin toss. Fucking, and mind you, I'm a big, fat-ass center. And I didn't give a fuck, bro. Like, I yes. went out there for coin tosses with the stomach out.
1: I was gonna say I, I would I would definitely yell at you too. You didn't have the Z-cabs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, I was rocking that shit. I didn't give a fuck, bro. Like, I got yelled at in the middle of a, um. I got yelled at playing Riverside, and I had it up, and the ref was like, "You can't do that. Pull your shirt off." And I was like, "No, I don't have to." Like, it, there's you, there's no rule that says I can't have my stomach out. Yeah, yeah. And like, there's no fucking rule. And he was like, "Get out!" And he sent me to the sideline and like put, po- and then we're like. What the fuck? And I was like, yeah. He said because I have my stomach out. And he's like, he's a fucking hater. Just go back in there, just put your shirt down. I'm like, <laughs> fuck, man. Like this is great. But he's the reason why people did that shit. Like he's the reason yeah. why. Like he was my first like Cowboys player that I was like, oh, I fucking love this guy. I watched yeah. him in college, and like now I can follow him to my team. You know, from Ohio State to my team. Like seeing him beat Bama, I was so fucking happy. Yeah. Ohio State beating Bama. Like that's my guy. And like no matter what, I'm I'm gonna keep his jersey. I'll rock his jersey. Hope he has a good career going yeah. forward.
1: Well that he's back to that fifteen, so that's gonna look smooth.
0: Oh, he's switching back to the college days. Okay. Yeah, yep. I like it. I like it. I like it. Hey man, anything else you want to say, brother?
1: Nah, we're definitely nearing towards football. I know we got uh as we yeah. record tonight, the Eagles play, and then I think college football not everybody plays, like the week zero as they call it. I think is yeah. in a couple Saturdays, August twenty sixth.
0: Who do you guys play today? Uh the Browns. Oh, okay, okay, okay.
1: So I'm uh, not sure I, who's I, playing, but it's yeah, it's football.
0: I'm getting tired of seeing all the fucking hype around the fucking Eagles. Fucking Jalen Hurts. He fucking signed with Jordan. Jalen Hurts. He's fucking doing this. Like, look at <laughs> look, look at Jalen Carter on his first fucking NFL fucking play. Almost had a sack. Like, fuck yeah. you, bro. Like, Killed it. I, it's fucking preseason. Shut the fuck up.
1: Killed it. Look, I'm with you. <laughs> Preseason's bullshit, but <laughs> just give me the start I of the season. It. I don't care about any of this shit.
0: Yeah. Let's see. Do we beat you guys once this year? Do you guys? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I feel like they always split.
0: Nah, we'll be see. honest.
1: We'll come up with something. We'll come up with something. Yo, okay, we and okay. I are going to be in the same fantasy league too, so there's going to be a lot more shit talking to do <laughs> after these football weeks.
0: I'm not paying until the end of the – because I'm, I'm winning it, so I'm like there's no reason for me to put, pay you my bread. So
1: <laughs> That's bold. That's bold. I know where you live, so when you finish an eighth out
0: of ten, <laughs> <Right>? don't collect. <laughs> Yo, we got to do something. We got to do something like – um. The loser, I there's this crazy fancy. I forget this actor. He's in a fantasy league. And, like, what they do is the winner the next year chooses who's not a part of the the league, not until they come and show up in person. So you have to come mm. ready as if you're ready for the draft picking. And then the, whoever won the previous year, like, yeah, you know what, Liam, you're not in the league this year. And, like, you're just not a part of it because you're the loser. Like, you lost. You came in last. Like, I mean, no. It's whoever he chooses. So the winner could just choose any fucking body he wants to choose but they don't know until you arrive at the draft.
1: Oh, that's ass.
0: Yeah, imagine bro how it would be you do all your research and then you're like you're good to go. Yeah, I got to get on that. I got to start researching who my guys will be. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it should be exciting. But we're yeah, I'm closer high. and closer.
0: Yes, sir. Hey guys, continue to support in those we trust podcast on Spotify, uh fucking SoundCloud, iTunes, <laughs> uh everybody can find it. Please subscribe to the YouTube. Some big things coming as well. Um, and I appreciate you guys. Follow us on Instagram at WeTrustPodcast. Follow Liam on Instagram at Liam Stokes11. Appreciate you guys. Thank you. All trust right, up. Thanks, Lee.